Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 123 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Sasa. And that's all you get today. Yeah, that's it. So congratulations to you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Every December, we do our little bit of a break where we kind of pair off and do episodes that aren't necessarily chapter episodes because, you know, December gets busy, Mm -hmm. family events and all of that. So today you are getting the Gryffindor and Ravenclaw episode. So we're going to dive into our house and our founders and that's gonna be it um yeah so there's not really like weekly a weekly profit but i will say tune in so this is gonna come out the last weekend of december yes so next weekend we're starting order of the phoenix i don't i almost called it a profit i don't know what is wrong with me we're starting a profit. i'm struggling with that name so bad just say order don't say the but whole thing. But I can't thing. say order. Like it, why? I don't know why. I, order makes me think of not that. I don't say know. Say Phoenix. I can't say Phoenix. Why? I just had to say the whole order of the Phoenix. Okay. Op. Op. We're starting op. Um, <laughs> so we're going to go live that day. That day is our Swish Miss. Um, so it's just going to be the four of us this year. Two of our friends are going to come out and help us. Um, Jen might be there. I don't know. It depends on how she's feeling. Um, so we're going to go live. We're going to do the first episode live for everyone um, and probably like be live a little bit extra. Um, maybe do some giveaways, do some stuff. Ooh. So come. Um, we're probably going to be live on Facebook or YouTube. But like watch I, that day yeah. like all of our social media spaces um, and we will let you know. I think we were mostly we're talking on doing. YouTube. Because yeah. So it's, yeah. it's just it's a little bit better. Easier. It's yeah. faster. So. So when we go live on Facebook in particular, the comments are so delayed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes it's too delayed where we have to backtrack in the conversation. And then it gets like kind of weird. Yeah. Especially if we're doing a chapter episode. We don't want to be all over the place for that. You know, we want to consistently like go through it. So yeah. Yeah. So Um, tube of you. Yeah. So just, um, Come and check us out. Yeah, definitely. We will we will be hanging out. We're going to be doing the first mm-hmm. episode live. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. All that fun stuff. Um, so so that's kind of like our that's weekly our, profit. That's our weekly profit for, <laughs> yeah. for the this episode, this weekend episode. So yeah. also like we made it through 2019. 
Going into a new decade. Yeah. I'm hoping. Little segue. Not little, but like, let's talk. Do you have anything you want to do for 2020? I want 2020 vision. I want to meet Barbara Walters. <laughs> I kind of hope that they're going to do that. that people were talking about having her like. I feel. You know, I thought it was like a running internet joke, but I hope it like comes. Yeah. To fruition, it like would I would, I think that would be hilarious. Yes, I'm Barbara Walters, and this is 2020. Yeah, it is, Barbara. Yeah, yeah, it is. I enjoy. Uh, you mean just like in that one year? Sure. Year, decade, whatever. Um, safe trips. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Swish is going to be traveling a lot this a year. A lot. Yeah. We're going to both leaky cons, and I'm sure things will pop up as oh, for sure. the year goes. Um, but I'm excited, really, because with all of that stuff, we're going to meet a ton of you guys. So I'm very excited for that. Oh, um, um, we have our. I mean, it is literally like little, a tiny bit less than a year away. But uh, our family is going to go to Disney and Universal for a long weekend, and I've never been to Disney, as um, some of you might remember. So I am like over the moon excited to start planning that trip and I get to try hot butterbeer for the first time. Oh, it's so good. I'm so excited. I've never had hot because I always go in the summer. It's so delicious. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped for that. Um, I'm pretty pumped for Denver. It'd be really cool if we could yeah. go to a game. Yeah, I'll go. I will watch the Broncos with you. Yeah, and you'll cheer for them um, too. <laughs> sure. I won't know what's going on, but <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for this year for Switch. I mean, really every, yeah. every year we kind of get to to do a little bit more and yeah. meet a lot more of you. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly some of the best parts is meeting you guys. So yeah. um, we're yeah. excited. So let's just, yeah. let's just talk about the two greatest houses. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Number one, we all know is Ravenclaw. Cause it's false in this everybody, document. Everybody's a Ravenclaw. Everybody wants to be a Ravenclaw. Do they? they just can't get in. I thought everybody wanted to be a cat. I, Oh, I was about to say the same thing. I was like, well, everybody actually wants to be a cat, but <laughs> I think that's false because I don't want to be a cat. I don't want to be a dog. I, I'm more of a cat anyways because <laughs> cats are kind of left alone where, you know, like you don't want it. Like you want to love them and be close to them, but they might claw your eyes out. You know what I mean? Oh. So first up is the Godric Gryffindor. Godric Gryffindor. So a lot of what we're going to talk about is speculated dates what we think maybe and then some hard canon facts so bear with us on this born before 976 in godric's godric's hollow which was later named for him probably after the school was founded and they're like oh he's from there let's do it so that was in the west country of england his blood status is likely pure blood or half blood but i think probably pure um I, just because of the time yeah and it's kind of they the same thing is said about rowena they're like she might be pure or half because of the way that slytherin operated i feel like he would have been a little bit you know feel a certain way you know mm-hmm. yeah so his death date is unknown so i assume he was probably pretty up there yeah so the founder's life did you know that he helped to found Hogwarts. <gasps> I know. What? I did not know that. It's actually amazing. So <laughs> I can't even believe it. So he's said to be one of the, quote, best duelists of his time. And this is something that's like carried on through. I feel like all the things we read about Gryffindor, I feel like everybody knows that he was like a really great duelist. And I think that's probably where like that courage and bravery trait comes from. Is that I don't know. 
Well, to think about like, so we know that um, it said that Hay and Salazar were buddies. Mm-hmm. So think about like how um, with Neville, mm-hmm. uh, Dumbledore says, you know, it takes like a lot of courage or whatever to stand up to your enemies, but it takes even more courage to stand up to your friends. Yes. And so he has to do that with, you know, they don't want to limit anyone with magical blood coming into Hogwarts and being able to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and he stands up to his friend. He does. Pulls a Neville. Didn't even know it. Well, really, Neville's pulling a Gryffindor. I'd like to think it's Neville. Okay. I feel Neville. like there's a time traveling. <laughs> Gryffindor. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Neville time travels. <laughs> Ron hey. might be Dumbledore. Who knows? Ron Voldemort's the thing. <laughs> Listen, don't rule it out. <laughs> I have to like scoot my whole life around so I can actually look at you. Oh, okay. I do. I do I'm, enjoy gazing. I don't your eyes. like not being able to look at your beautiful face. I know this green microphone is in the way. I wonder whose that is. I don't know. Me neither. Snakes not allowed in this episode. No snakes. Speaking of snakes. Um, it is said that Gryffindor and Slytherin were really close friends at one point, and then they weren't so great friends. <laughs> and then they weren't. After Slytherin, you know, Ooh. wanted to only allow certain people and teach certain people in Hogwarts. So it was actually Gryffindor's hat that was the hat that was made into the sorting hat. So each of the founders enchanted the hat to choose the students for their houses. So... I thought that was nice that he gave the hat off of his head. And I think the um, the song that the Sorting Hat sang in Sorcerer's Stone was like, they put some bits of brain in me or something like this. Mm-hmm. But it almost sounds like, could it have been a Horcrux? But or something along those lines. Or is it just like bits of brain, but like just not, like just enchanting? Yeah. You know I mean, what it I mean? could be. Because I think they all put stuff in there. So maybe if it was just one person doing it, it wouldn't have been like as magical or lasted that long. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they they um, haven't been used every year. Like it just gets stronger. Yeah. I agree. So after his death, there was a portrait that was hung in the castle and it guards the shortcut between the seventh floor landing and the staircase to the entrance hall side room. And it said that the password is Starshine. And I was like, where in the world was this from? Well, it was the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban PC game. Mm. So take that, you know, with whatever you want. I I don't know. But I do like this. So J.K. Rowling once jokingly stated that if Godric Gryffindor was still alive, he would be the giant squid that lived in the Hogwarts (laughs) Lake. And that would make him the biggest animagus and quite possibly the oldest in the wizarding world. And at the 11th hour of each night, the squid would change back into Gryffindor, who would wander the school grounds before returning to his squid form. And it should be noted that Rowling was sarcastically trying to make a point. So obviously the statement cannot be considered canon. And that's from the Harry Potter wiki. It's hilarious. (laughs) I would love it if he was the giant squid and people are just tossing him (laughs) toast all the time. (laughs) And he's like picking up like um, Dennis Creevy and like putting him back. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I don't know. It's just fun. So Godric Gryffindor is the only founder not to have descendants mentioned in the series. Uh, Who's Hufflepuff's descendant? I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head. 
Um, we just looked it up because, you know, we have to do things like that. So it's Hepzibah. Hepzibah Smith. Yes. So I wonder, isn't there a Smith in, in Hufflepuff? Is it Zachary Smith? Is that his name? Zachariah or something? I don't know if he's a... Oh, maybe he's a Ravenclaw. But who knows? Um, But I do like this part. So there was a rumor going around for a while that the Potters were descendants of Gryffindor. And then um, the wiki put out that this was probably started by James Potter. But it was later debunked by Joe. (laughs) Yeah, so they're not related. I mean, you can't be related to the Peverells and the Gryffindors. But could you? But that does sound like something James would do. Be like, yeah. I'm just direct descendant. I used to do in in Northeast Ohio. There's Oh, um, he is a puff. Zachariah Smith is a puff. Awesome. Um, (laughs) Everybody's like, boo. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, there's, um, so in Northeast Ohio, there's this place called Mally's and they do chocolate. Um, and they also, if you were ever in Cleveland, they have great hot fudge. So a hot fudge Sunday for Mally's is so good. What are you talking about? I'm going to tell you. Oh, talking okay. about James Potter being like, I'm related oh, to this person. Okay. <laughs> I used to say, since my last name is O'Malley. Oh my God. I was like, yeah, we're related, but they dropped the O not related. <laughs> the Mally's are a separate family family from the O'Malley's. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's hilarious. You would say stuff like yeah. that. You're funny. Yeah. The name Gryffindor is Welsh in origin, and it later spread to Ireland in the 12th century. And that's a little fun fact for you. So getting into the char- characteristics of the Gryffindor house, we have courage, daring, nerve, bravery, determination, and strength of heart. There's- I like that. Yeah, I like the strength of heart part because that can go in a bunch of different directions. We're very much emotional people, Gryffindors, I feel. Um, Not emotional like, I'm so emotional I'm going to cry, but emotional like we're passionate about things. Like, you don't say. (laughs) But I do feel like we're very passionate, fiery people. And actually, let's get into that. So the color red which is one of, like, the main Gryffindor colors. I think, like, I'm not going to go into, like, the gold, but the color red is the color of fire and blood. So, according to the internet, I accidentally deleted the source, but it is associated with energy. Mm-hmm. It always reminds me, thinking of, like, Aries. Like, Aries are a fire sign. Mm-hmm. Um, they're red. They're bold, you know? Oh, my gosh. Do you know what we should do? We should put a poll out and see, like... Someone's are you a Gryffindor and are you an, an Aries and, and things like that? I think someone did it in our Facebook group um, a while a lo- ago. A while ago. We should do yeah. it again. Um, and because be it cool even things like um, the Greek God, it's a Greek or Roman, the Roman God, I think it's um, of war. They're all, I think they're colored like the red. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just really interesting to me yeah. to see. I mean, I'm not a Gryffindor. I don't even think that would be like my second or third house. Um, but I'm an Aries. Yeah. Um, blue. Blue. I look good in it, but it's not my like, I'm not a very calming. Well, you know what? That's a lie. I'm very calming when I'm at work, when I'm like sitting with patients. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not. Um, I don't I don't think I have like a big calming personality, you know? Yeah. Tam says okay. Aries is Greek. Aries is Greek. And then is it Mars, the Roman one? I believe is the Roman god of war. So awesome. So that's like the color significance. So the emblem significance. 
So we are lions in Gryffindor. And so the lion, according to, <laughs> I like this, antiflow.com, <laughs> <laughs> the lion is seen as a positive attribute. It symbolizes courage, justice, wisdom, pride, dignity, dominating, power, authority, material wealth and riches and i feel like a lot of those are actually like super well obviously like the um courage is like spot on but like that pride and that dignity and dominating i from time to time you know i can have that kind of takeover Mm -hmm. type type deal um it makes me think too of like the cowardly lion and how he just really wants to be brave Mm mm-hmm it's like, cause they're out there like, what do you mean you're a cowardly lion? Right. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I like that from like, I mean, when, gosh, the Wizard of Oz has been around for forever. Yeah. And that, that's always been like a thing. So even before then, I wonder what that was, where that came from. I don't know. I like it though. Yeah. How, how well do you feel like I fit? You're very much a Gryffindor. Yeah. Like, um, <clears throat> When let's, you talk about let's talk about me, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, like when you talk about it, you're you're very much like that brave person. Where like I can be like if I need to be, like go up and talk to whomever and do things and like, um. But it's not like my first thing to do. Like I very much I would rather like stay at home and read a book and like not talk to people. And um, where you are like loud and not in a bad way, like outgoing and, um, I don't know how to explain it, but you feel like I'm like a pretty good fit. You're, you're a very passionate person where I feel like my passions are quieter ish. If that makes sense. Like, I don't know how to describe it. I'm very much. And I learned this about myself. Um, in like my mid twenties, I'm very much, if if I want it, I'm going to get it. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I think so. The thing with like, so we're very similar people because we're both Aries. Right. But we just also have like similar likes and stuff in, in real life and everything. Yeah. Um, so it's like almost hard to be like, well, you're an Aries and you do this, this and this because like I'm also an Aries and like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I just don't ever really see myself as a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'm like a super adventurous person. I can be like, if I need to be courageous, I can be, it's just not something I choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously like you're an intelligent person. You're pretty witty. Like, um, I would say out of the two, well, but you're also like super creative. <laughs> like you literally like can draw and paint and do all those things where like, I'm creative in different ways where like, I'll think outside the box. Yeah, very much. Um, so. and, I think that's the part of me that makes me the Ravenclaw is like, I don't look at it. I don't look at something. Um, you and I see things differently. Yes. I think I see, like, I, I think that's the one thing about me is like, our, like Swish will be struggling with like an idea to do something. And I'll mm-hmm. it'll literally be like, can you just give me five minutes? Let me think of something. And I'll yeah. come up with like three different ways that something might work. You are incredibly creative that way. <laughs> yeah. 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 And like with hair, like you can be, um, I'd love to do updo. So like, that's another creative thing that I do is like literally playing with people's hair, but ask me to draw you a picture. It's going to look like a two year old Druid. It's, <laughs> it's not good. Um, but like, I think like for to be like a teacher to like go up and have to deal with like kids all day a, and then be like, 
a lot of times it's the parents that are like the the worst part of that. Um, it takes a lot of nerve and bravery to do that every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, to deliver some things to, to parents who don't want to hear it. So I guess that's, that's some of my bravery. And I, I think that like, um, part of your like Gryffindorness, like Tam is saying, like when you get fired up, like you're Griff, like <laughs> you can get like where I can get passionate, but you get there quicker than I do. Yeah. Um, where I used to be very much like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, like a firecracker, like it would start and I'm like already there where I, not saying this is a bad thing and not bad for you. But for me, it was like, I went from zero to 60 really quickly. Um, and mm-hmm. like hot headedly, where now I like have called myself and I'm like, okay, like, let me think about like, I stop and I think yeah, because it was, it was not constructive the way I did it where yours is differently. Hmm. Usually, you know what I mean? Cause no one's perfect. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with those, those things. Yeah. But I do have that hot headed nature. I also think it's too, it's like a, a bit of an airy straight. Like I very much like people know yeah. they're like, um, my mom jokes around, like my family will joke around that. Like, you don't say no to Sarah. Like you never know what she's going to do. Like, you don't know, you don't want to make her mad. And like, there'll just be like a day where I just don't. Um, and we both do this. Like if we're upset or mad, it's like, I don't want to talk about it. Like I'm, I'm very much, I'm a crier, but I hate to cry. Yeah. So it gets hard where like, you don't want to have that emotion come out, but mm-hmm. like, so it's like, just don't talk to me because <laughs> it's going to make it worse. Yeah. Um. So people are like, they don't know which way I'm going to lean. She's either going to be like, yeah, like, let's have a conversation and I'm going to talk it out and I might seem mad, but I'm not mad at you or I'm just going to be mad at everyone and like, take it out on you. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I mean, obviously we all handle things differently. Yeah. But yeah, no, that hot head of nature, that's me. And I also wonder if a lot of other girlfriends are like this, if... I have this thing where if you're like, uh, say picking up my house, if you're not like, like, like we're in cleanup mode, if you're not like doing it, then like, what are you doing? Like, but you know what also takes me though is like, if they're not doing it, how you would do it, like, don't even talk. You know what I mean? Like that's even worse. (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes I have like, I want you to know what to do. Yes. Without me having to tell you. Exactly. Uh huh. Yep. People aren't mind readers. Why are we this way? I don't know. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah. And Marty will literally say to me, he'll be like, I don't know what you're thinking. And it's like, yeah. uh, after 11 years, why not? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like there's even times with me, like um, I can just be like, if I, I don't, I'm trying to handle my stress better. And this, this last really month and a half of school and like my personal life has just been crazy stressful. So like I haven't really been talking to a ton of people and it's not that I'm like, it's just been stressful and I've been handling it. Um, not in, a, in like, uh, not, it's been constructive. Like I'm not doing anything like self-destructing or anything like that. It's just me not talking as much as like, I, I, I'm saying things when I need to say things kind of thing. Like I don't, I just don't text a lot and I'm just not that type of person. Anyways, I can't text people all the time. It's just not my thing. Um, so then people are like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just staying away from everything and just trying not to worry about myself and my friends and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So like, that's how I get now. I just get quiet. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. As no. long as I'm not doing bad thing. You know what I mean? It's just not like you. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I can tell you're you're having a season. Yep. You're I'd a season. love for it to be over. In a good way. We have to. I want good yeah, things to happen. Yeah, we go through them. Tam, you said something so incredibly nice about me, and I think if I read it, I will cry. So, do you want me to read it? You can read it, and are you and then, still cry? <laughs> I might, and then we can we can keep going with. Uh, we'll talk about the common room. Um, Tam says, I think you look on the surface. You, if you look on the surface, you can easily assume that Tiff is a Ravenclaw because she is bright and all about the facts and details. But when you peel the layers, the bold, brave and chivalry really shines through in the passion of being a good person. Tiff is a defender of the people. I agree. I agree. Some nice words. Um, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, that just that that means a lot to me uh, because I, I, I wasn't always that outspoken yeah about being a defender of the people yeah you know what i mean yeah it's it's i mean i think it's hard to be yes because it's almost like you don't you don't want to have that confrontation part but at the same time it's like you can you can go ahead and do that but like i'm in the right by being like why you just need to be a nice person right like there's nothing wrong with it and that's how everyone should be yeah um yeah and it's unfortunate that people aren't like that tam love you all right Let's oh, go. I'm also that oh. way. If you cry in front of me, I will also cry. Oh, yeah. Sarah and I have done that so much. <laughs> yeah. So let's go on to the Gryffindor common room. So it is located. We, f- we know the most about the Gryffindor common room because the trio are Gryffindor. Yeah. So it is located in Gryffindor Tower. <laughs> it is guarded by a portrait of the fat lady who is never named in the series. And I really tried to find it. Hmm. You never know her uh, real name. Know her, her friend's name is Violet. Violet, you're turning violet. <laughs> the common room is entered only by password that changes. And it seems like the prefects learn the passwords first. And then once the password is given, then the portrait will swing open, exposing the hole in the wall to climb through. And passwords appear to change at midnight. So, oh. I don't know how, how long. I don't know how long. The only time between. we really ever see it is when Sir Cadogan's like, I changed it today at two and then at three and then at four yeah. and then at five and then at five 30 seriously <laughs> and at five forty five. and poor Neville. He's like, I got to write them all down. Oh, bad move. Bad move. So the common room is described as being circular, having several shades of red and gold throughout a roaring fire, squishy armchairs, and it's said to feel cozy. I feel like that's said on multiple occasions. Yeah. It seems like a very, so I think because when you think of, like we've talked about with the color, like red and mm-hmm. yellow, it's like you think of warm and warmth. Um, so I think of like, when I think of Ravenclaw, like Ravenclaw, wow, Ravenclaw Tower, yeah. I think blue and blue is like a cold color. Kind yeah. Of, you know, so it's I'm a like, cool color. It makes me think it's a cool color. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay. Um, she said it just that makes you and feel- moved her glasses all around. <laughs> like they were stun of shades, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me think um, like it's just not as warmth. warmth. Yeah. Warmly. I feel like it's like but very like, much like blue skies and, and I feel like there's a breeze for some like, I reason. I feel like in my opinion, like I would rather have like a cozy big squishy armchair with yeah. a big fluffy blanket yeah. so I can curl up and read a good book. Mm-hmm. Or like even a windowsill, but I want the windowsill to not be cold and I want it to be like... You have a lot of needs. I do. I just like cozy places to read. <laughs> like that one, there's a meme kind of thing. It's like, a, I don't know if it's a meme or if it's a if it's a like cartoon where the girl is reading a book and it's literally like her in a million different positions like on her bed, like throughout, like, the, like yeah. that's what I do. Like yeah. I'll switch around and like... Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. man. Those yeah. were the days reading Potter for the first time. Yeah. For sure. Um, there is a notice board in there where Gryffindor students can post things such as Weasley Wizard Wheezes ads. I thought that was nice. And Quidditch trouts and whatnot. There are many windows and a portrait of a lion above the fireplace mantle. And we know that this fireplace is connected to the flu network. Do you think that lion like roars? I want it to. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to. And we do know that there are parties held there from time to time. Do you know what comes before part B? Party! My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. Important events. Harry and Ginny's first kiss. You're welcome. And that fireplace was used to talk to Sirius Black. And I said many hangouts and fights between the trio. Yeah. (laughs) Too true. Too true. Too true. Um, before you move on, sure. this is just something I, so I've, I read, um, some fiction of the fans from time to time. And a lot of times they're like, they bring those colors into like their later years. Like they're okay. not at Hogwarts anymore. And like their house is decorated in like Gryffindor colors or Slytherin mm. or Ravenclaw or whatever. Do you, would you have done that? Would you co- incorporate your Gryffindor stuff into your home decor if you remember once all my things were a maroon color (laughs) (laughs) they've since lightened up um i'm more of a neutral kind of color girl yeah with my home um this carpet is gryffindor (laughs) i've never noticed that i guess it is it is this is a gryffindor carpet your walls are like technically it's ohio state but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, can't wait to change it. <laughs> Love my yeah. Buckeyes, but not on my wall. Um, uh, no, because I don't have Cleveland State things, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, because I was thinking, like, even, like, Marty Toledo, like, he doesn't have, like... No, yeah. no. I mean, yeah. he doesn't have a say in that anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Um I I mean for me like I like you said for who? neutrals for me for me I do like blue shades of things I have blue curtains in the living room um, for you but like my my walls are gray and yeah. my bedspread is gray Yeah and I've got christmas sheets on my bed right now so I do too yeah. What are on yours I, They're plaid they're the majority of it's cream and it's got red and green like plaid stripes but they're like not over it's so and they're flannel they're so nice i have flannel and they are evergreen trees Mm, very cute yeah um i just i don't know i mean it's just an interesting thought that i'm like i just don't know like when i read them i'm like i don't think i would have decorated like i wouldn't have blue and bronze all over my house maybe in my office yeah like a throw blanket yeah i mean i've got gryffindor stuff all over upstairs yeah Yeah. so yes and no Mm -hmm. not gonna paint a wall red yeah because it's not like, my thing. They had silk sheets that were like gold and maroon or golden red or whatever. And I was like, okay. But at one time, I did have a lot of maroon things. Yeah. Because they were given to me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Don't say no to hand-me-downs. Heck no. Not when you're in college trying to make it. Yeah. All right. So famous people from the House of Gryffindor. Harry Potter. Ooh, no. The trio, obviously. McGonagall, Albus, Percival, Wolfric, Brian, Dumbledore, (laughs) 
Rubius Haggard, which I feel like people often forget. Yeah, I would agree. I, I feel like people- a lot. I wonder if they wonder if he's a uh, Hufflepuff. See, I was going to say, I wonder if people think he's a Slytherin because he and oh, yeah. Tom Riddle, like, yeah. they weren't friends, but no. they, like, weren't crazy enemies. They weren't. And I wonder if Tom Riddle was like, oh, I'm going to use him later on. I just wonder if he, Tom Riddle, was like, I'm going to try to, like, be friends with as many. I shouldn't say that. Be friendly with as many people as possible. One, to throw off the adults. And two, to see which of these people in any of these groups I'm going to be my death eaters. Yeah. yeah. That I could use. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. We know Hagrid's strong. He's got that giant skin. Um, but he would have been, I mean, even, even in the, even in, um, the battle of Hogwarts, Voldemort doesn't do anything like a, a, somebody stuck, like throws a spell at him and, Ooh. and makes him yell or mm-hmm. yelp or something. But mm-hmm. honestly, he could have killed him. Yeah. And it would have been no no big deal to him, but he keeps him alive, and he has reasons for it. Yeah, yeah, he had plans for Hagrid. I guarantee it. Ooh, we should talk about that in an episode. I'm just I'm just saying, it would be a good episode. Interesting. It could be a Felix file. Um, Sirius Black, Remus Lupin, Peter Pettigrew, Gross, Fleamont Potter, which we know is James's father, the Sleek Easy Hair Potion. Or That's was famous. His grandfather is his dad, right? I don't know. James Potter, Lily Potter, Nearly Headless Nick, a.k.a. Sir Nicholas Demimsey Porpington. Nearly Headless? How could you be nearly headless? All those Weasleys. And I questioned this because I didn't know Ignotus Peveril. Mm. And Fleamont is his father. I just don't remember us talking too much about him being the that didn't connect that that was his father's name. Yeah. So what do you, um, what do you think, Ignotus? I would say for sure a Gryffindor. Yeah. It's not known. Probably all the brothers would be. I don't know. I don't think so. With their choices? I don't think so. I don't know. Let's talk about that in the Felix Files. They'd be a great Sort the brothers. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be so much fun, actually. Ooh, I'm really into that. All right. Listen to us. Getting some ideas. So I went on. What is the website that I went to? Do you remember? Um, is it in here? It was like... I don't know if I copied it or not. I don't think you did. I don't think you did. It was like a... It wasn't a BuzzFeed. It was something else. Might have been a Bustle. Bustle. It was a Bustle article. And so I just thought it would be fun. It was like celebrities who knew their Hogwarts houses. So I thought I would tell you the celebrities that were sorted into Gryffindor. So some of these people I knew and some I didn't. So... <laughs> Is this Margot? Is that Margot how you Robbie? Margot Robbie from the Suicide Squad movie. She's also in other things. Sure. <laughs> Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. That's Jon Snow. Ivana Lynch. That's Luna Lovegood. There you go. Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. He's also in Love Actually. Tom Felton. Also from Harry Potter. He played Draco <laughs> Malfoy. Bonnie Wright. She played uh, Ginny Weasley. Dan Radcliffe. I don't know who he is. Me neither. Never heard of him. And J.K. Rowling herself. Yep. She's such a griff. Yep. Brave woman. And so I just thought that was fun. Muggle celebrities. Yeah. That Pretty knew cool. their houses. Pretty cool. I agree. So that is your Gryffindor house. And I honestly, I wish I had like more concrete historical information. Yeah. But what are you smiling about? No, I agree. Yeah. Like they don't give us. There's like you nothing. Know us. Like, well, here's I the know. thing. So I'm looking 
I remembered like when Pottermore was a thing, they had all of this stuff like you could click on and read all about your house and like all this stuff. And then I found some articles like on the Wizarding World and they had like clickable links like you know how your like the little word would be highlighted and you click it and it would go to that. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'd click and then it'd go to nothing. They're like, sorry, this page doesn't exist. <sighs> They're going through something right now. They're in a season. Let me tell you yeah. that without websites in a season for sure, because I feel like they're redoing so many things and they've taken so many things out. And I'm just like, what are you up to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's not a ton of information that I could find like concrete wise, but, um, so obviously I'm the Ravenclaw one. So Rowena Ravenclaw, who she was born sometime in the 10th century. Um, and she says she's from the glens of Scotland. And so it's roughly like there, the fandom wikia says 19. No, it doesn't. It says 993 is a year that she was possibly born. Okay. Um, and we know that she's obviously one of the founders of Hogwarts. Uh, it also says, um, that she's probably like a pure half foot, but like, I would think they are all pure. I kind of agree. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it's just what I, 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 the only, the only reason why I say that is because of Slytherin and what he wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it would have been like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't think he would have associated with them really. Yeah. Um, and so obviously she was known known for her intelligence and her creativity. Um, and then I learned that like the diadem was actually um, like enchanted basically. So the wearer became more intelligent um, wiser, I believe is like what the exact wording is. I wonder if it just like made your brain think in a different way or pick out facts or clues mm-hmm. or make connections mm-hmm. better, make you more witty and sharp. Yeah. Yeah. In that way. I don't I like think it that. put info in your head. No, I, think I think it just made you think clearly. Think better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use your brain in a better way. Yeah. Because um, they say you don't use your full brain. What do they say? Like anyways. 10% or something, something like, like this? that? Yeah. yeah. Um, See, if I'd have used the other uh, 90%, I'd know the answer to that. <laughs> so, uh, Homegirl was from Scotland. We know she was friends with Helga Hufflepuff. They basically said she is the brightest witch of her age, um, which I thought was really cool it makes me think of hermione uh and then basically there's the theory and i don't know if this is proven anywhere um it just literally says theory on here that she was the one that found the location for hogwarts and named it which i was like oh that's interesting and it talked about like on this one side how she obviously like had a wand and they don't know she could have gotten gotten the wand from olivanders that's probably where because they were in wand making business since 13 no, it doesn't say 13. It says 382 BC. Quit adding ones. I, man. Listen, um, people are calling us out on Discord because they're saying that using that percentage of your brain is a myth. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, I don't know. That's fine. But like, do you use 100% of your brain? I don't think you do. If I did, I'd remember things a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so you so use more than 10%. That. But... um. So she obviously had one that people are talking about her making it herself. I don't know if I think that's true. I think that she made her want herself. Yeah. But if Ollivander's was a thing, well, I can see it, but I can also just see going yeah. to Ollivander getting your wand because it just makes me think of back then when people were making their own broomsticks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think about muggles, we made our own clothing. We built our own homes. So yeah. I could, I could see it. I could go either way. Yeah. Um, and then really the the biggest thing we know about 
Rowena and her life and all of that stuff. So we know um, in the last book, Deathly Hallows, we, we learn a little bit more of her diadem and the kind of story behind it because it's the lost diadem of Ravenclaw. So we learned that her daughter, Helena, uh, wasn't super great. <laughs> so she was jealous of her mom. Yeah. Not only like dude, her jealousy, man. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. So she was jealous um, of like her mom's intelligence and kind of like her notoriety and her being liked so much. So she stole um, the diadem that her mother would wear just so I basically I think she wanted to become like smarter and better than her mom. Um, and as, as I said, like it's the, the diadem is said to give the wear great wisdom. So she sold the diadem. She ran away to Albania and she hid the diadem there. Um, so Rowena didn't want anyone really to know what was going on. So she didn't tell any of the other founders. She didn't tell anybody that like her daughter ran away with her, her diadem. Um, and so she sends the bloody Baron and they don't say what his name is. Um, so she sends him to go find her. This story blew my mind, by the way. Yes. So he's basically like obsessively in love with Helena. Um, and she has like spurred his advances in the past. So it's constantly said no to him. She's not interested and he doesn't know when to quit. Um, clearly. And, so she, um, Rowena sends the bloody Baron to go find her and bring her back to her because she's sick. Um, and she is basically like fatally ill right now. And she really just like, wants to I see her. Like, I need to see my daughter. She wants to see her one last time. Um, so she sends the bloody Baron because she knows he's going to find her and she's hoping he's going to bring her back. So he goes, he finds her. She refuses to leave with him. She refuses his advances again. He um, kind of goes a little crazy. A little. And he kills her. Um, And then he realizes what he did, and then he kills himself. Um, And so... Can you imagine that scene playing out, Lil? And, like... like, It makes me, like, sick to my stomach. It makes me so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And I wonder if he didn't want to be a ghost, and then he was forced to be. Yes. I think that was probably because it was his punishment. Yes. Oh, it just so makes me so sad. You, you hear about him. You, you can see like in his ghostly, um, whateverness. He's chains. Yes. I believe he's got chains and you can see there's silver blood on him. That's right. why it's called the bloody Baron. Mm-hmm. And so that's basically like his penance for doing what he did yeah. for the rest of time. And, you know, I don't know however long you are a ghost for, he's been a ghost for centuries, you know, they yeah. both have. Yeah. Um, and they're both now at Hogwarts and they're, they're there for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he has to l- not live with, but essentially live with what he did. And yeah. they both kind of do because what she did was not right either stealing from her mother and then like causing all of causing the drama of her leaving her mother and her mother literally they yeah. said that she basically died of a broken heart so stealing from her not that that is not that nice don't steal also don't kill people things you that you don't you yeah. shouldn't have to tell people um so you know i bet that um he could stop being a ghost if um somebody called the ghostbusters oh my gosh <laughs> 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 And then if you guys didn't know, so like Rowena or not Rowena, Helena is the gray lady. Um, and they, they said that she pretty much, no one has ever really heard her talk except for Ravenclaws. Mm-hmm. She does. She will talk to them. Um, 
but she really doesn't like to talk to um, other students. Um, and you know, you, when you hear of her, she just, it just sounds like she's sad and like the gray lady, you know what I mean? Like that just is like a morose kind of, I mean, yeah. also she's a ghost. So like, it's going to be a little morose anyways, but, but like Nick is lively. Yeah. Uh, lack of a better word, <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like with, with the gray lady and I think that she's also dealing with maybe seeing the guy that murdered her for hundreds of years yeah, and then like living with maybe Same. regret of yeah. how she dealt with her mom and that whole situation. Um, and then the bloody Baron has to literally live and he's the Slytherin ghost and he has to live with, what he did for the rest of time. Yeah. Um, and so basically so they say that the legend tells us that Rowena Ravenclaw died of a broken heart. Um, and she didn't get to see her daughter again. Mm. <sighs> and then it also says she's most likely the first of the founders to die. So that's not a proven fact, but it makes sense. It sounds like everyone else was still alive when she died. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the whole lost diadem of Ravenclaw was something of a myth at Hogwarts. You know, they, they talk about it and um, Luna brings it up and they're like, yeah, but there's a reason it's called the last diadem. Like no one's seen mm-hmm. it for years, like mm-hmm. literally hundreds of years yeah. that they know of. See, these Hogwarts rumors have a tendency to turn out to be not false. Well, I wonder about that rumor about the uh, swimming pool. I'm kidding. I'm just making that up. What? Did you never have? Oh, well, you, your school might have had a swimming pool. Ours did not. So when I was in high school, there was a, uh, every freshman year you would tell, like the freshmen would hear, oh, there's a swimming pool on the third floor of the math building, which sounds like we have a crazy big building. We don't. The math building was just added on to like our um, existing school. Like, I don't know how, significantly many years before I went to school there. Yeah. And there were only two floors, but there was like, technically a third and it was like, um, like a storage thing. Yeah. So they would tell people like, oh no, that's where the swimming pool is. There's not a swimming pool there. See, we, but we told a, freshmen that. <laughs> see, we had a rumor that we had what was, could have been used as a pool. Mm-hmm. And then we had a rumor that there was like an um, astronomy like room that okay. was then made storage, but no one ever like found it. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. It's odd that schools do that. Yeah. Um, so we know about the lost item of Ravenclaw. And then we find out in, in uh, Deathly Hallows that Tom Riddle slash Voldemort, he goes to Albania because he heard of these stories. And I don't know. Is it ever talked about? The, did he talk to the gray lady or did he just who Harry kind of figure it out? Tom Riddle slash Voldemort. No, he went and he didn't he like he like did he talk much, to her, though? Did he just go? No, he, he heard the rumors and like that's allegedly what happened. No, he like wooed her into telling him where she yeah now i remember yep 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 yeah and so he went to the tree in albania he goes and he gets the diadem we know that he finds it he turns it into a um horcrux and then he because he's so smart brings it back to hogwarts and puts it in the room of requirement and you know what i didn't talk about i didn't talk about the sword of gryffindor the sword of Gryffindor was Gryffindor's sword <laughs> that was impregnated with basilisk venom, which is a substance that is able to destroy horcruxes. Harry uses it to destroy a horcrux. <laughs> the end. You also didn't talk about your ghost. Nearly Headless Nick is the ghost of Gryffindor <laughs> Tower. He was going to be beheaded, but it didn't work. His head is hanging on by a small scrap of flesh. He likes to lop it off from time to time. The end. Oh, gosh. 
these are things. Um, I didn't put it. You should have read my thing and been like, you didn't talk about those. I didn't think. I didn't think to. I don't know. Well, I just. I don't did. read your notes. We'll probably do this episode again at some point. Yeah, we'll talk about the houses again. Who knows? Um, and so they, uh, it says Ravenclaws possess the traits of cleverness, wisdom, wit, intellectual ability, and creativity. Man's greatest treasure. <laughs> it's someone else's trash. <laughs> so tell me, talk, talk to me about how Let's you think I'm a Ravenclaw, you, baby. I will say that I think now I might be. I see myself as more of one. I don't know if I ever saw myself as any of them. Maybe a Hufflepuff, but like in the way that um, you guys have never seen me at work, where I'm like a whole different person. I'm very much like, how can yeah. I help you? And I work really hard. Um, you guys never seen me work really hard. I've <laughs> 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 just been lazy. No, you are very much like. See, like, let's dig deeper. Yeah, let's find. I'm um, not, I don't like to do sur- like anybody can do surface conversations. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like deep conversations. Like, yeah. let's talk. Yeah, like let's figure out these times. How does this line up? What day of the week was it? <laughs> No, but um, I I like that you th- you think differently than I do. Um, we're very similar in some ways, like we were saying. But like you think of things that I wouldn't think of, like that, ghosts, that right and <laughs> relics. <laughs> but it just makes me think in a different way. So when you like when you bring stuff up, it gets my ideas rolling too because you say things that I I don't think I would have. Th- would have thought of without you. So I like what you do for me in that <laughs> sense. What I don't like is, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I make you a better person. No, but you, Oh, I don't <laughs> No, Only I make me a better person. That's a very Gryffindor thing to say. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you're witty as heck though. Like I, I need love you to that. read what stuff just said because I've never read truer words in my life. <laughs> Which one? She said Chandler Chandler's is a Ravenclaw are- and you are Chandler. You are Chandler. Like you're yes, literally Chandler. I identify as Chandler. No, but like you're you're witty, you're quick. Um I just never I thought just... of myself as like witty or quick. Oh, you are. And then like I guess that I'm like I just come up I don't know. If you if you ever listen bit. to the podcast, <laughs> um you'll hear yourself. No, but you you are and and you literally you I like would hear the, myself if I'm listening to myself okay. talk. <laughs> you like the facts and you like the details, and I like that about you. Yeah. Well, and I do think that Ravenclaws can be stubborn, and they'll say, "Oh, no, we're not." Well, you're saying that because you're a stubborn Ravenclaw, <laughs> but you're you're stubborn. I think too. It's taken me to like really realize like. The Ravenclaws that we see in the the series, mm-hmm. um, a lot of them are like odd ducks, and I like yeah. that's myself. Like I know yeah. I'm an odd duck. Yeah, you're like, an odd duck. Um, so it's helped me to be no, like you, you're a Ravenclaw. Like for sure, I like. There's also times where I think I'm like super weird, and then it turns out like everybody does it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. oh, I guess I'm not. I'm not as weird as I thought we're, I was, and like that makes me sad. We're all weird. Let's yeah. get serious. You all do things that you would be embarrassed for other people to know because you're weird. Well, guess what? Everybody's weird. But here's the thing. How I am one of my, I, I don't want to say negative traits, but it's its not a desirable trait. But I am hot-headed. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I get there fast. And when I'm mad, I'm mad. Yeah. 
And that's one of the more non-desirable Gryffindor traits that I feel like I have. And I feel like your not so desirable (laughs) Ravenclaw trait is it's hard for you to admit that maybe you are not in the right sometimes. I'm always right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I... But you always eventually get there. Well, I don't know exactly you, what you mean by that. Like, right in, like, saying I, I gave the wrong information or, like, I was not acting the right way in a situation. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. But, but, you, but you eventually get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's your stubbornness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come sit on my couch. Let's talk about you. <laughs> no, but you, but but you've been saying that you're puff lately. You are so puff too, though. Like you're very strong. Because too, a lot houses. of people, a lot of people would be like, "You're a Slytherin," and the reason they would give it, and I'm not gonna beat around any bush. I cannot. I can be a not nice human. I think more so in the way that I'm very, I'm a very, very honest person. I'm very direct and I can be very blunt with people. And I think that people can view that in a negative. She's a mean way. And I don't mean it to come out that way. Yeah. Sometimes you deliver things in not nice ways. Yes. And there's some days, and I will, I will also say this. There are some days that I will say something to someone in a not nice way on purpose like i was younger younger more so no no not so much anymore but i'm 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 nicer with how i deal how i say things now but like when i was a kid and i had muscle much less of a filter like i would say things to my sister that i knew would hurt her oh that's so mean i know oh we're like i wouldn't do it now well i'm glad but when i was a kid i for sure would yeah i think that's how people are like she's she's slithering because she and i always tell people i'm like people that really know me and I'm like, you cannot say that I'm mean. And that's a Slytherin trait. I'm like, cause that's, Honestly, that's not a Slytherin trait. Pause beside my, my husband and my mother. No one takes care of me. Like Sarah Ann O'Malley. <laughs> Honest to God, you guys, this, this woman across from me right now, she takes care of me and I know that she loves me. So, and also Slytherins aren't mean. Meg's like no. one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. But that's what I'm saying. Like when people, I'm like, you can't say because like I can sometimes not be, I'm just very blunt. I'm a very... You I, don't they, sugarcoat things. My thing is I very much value honesty. I will be a thousand percent honest with you. I need you to be honest with me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if if you don't want to talk to me, just honestly say, you know what? I don't want to date you or I don't want to do this with you or I don't want to... You know what I mean? I'm just being, I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? Like, I just need people not to like... You're not going to hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. It's just going to aggravate me if you're not being honest Don't waste my me. time. Like, in all sense of the things. You know what I mean? Like, I got you. I got you. You don't want me to ha- be here for this job, or you don't think I'm doing something correct? Just Tell be honest. Me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Otherwise, how can you... For, and like, if you're doing something wrong, how else would you fix it? Yeah. Like, it's just... Don't tell me I'm doing a great job if I'm not. Yes. And I think that's why people are like, you're not a Hufflepuff. You're not a Hufflepuff. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm a Ravenclaw. For sure. But you but have my, very large puff tendencies. Like, what are, yeah. what are there? It's, like, hardworking. I'm, I can Boil. be, like detrimentally hardworking um i'm ridiculously loyal like yeah to the people that i love and care about um Mm -hmm. what are other hufflepuff trades i don't know food you know i love some food i also love to cook yeah so 
I here's the thing. I'm not a very patient person. Ooh. Um, nor but am I. But like in my working career, like sense, um, I can be very patient with my patients if I need to be. Patient um, especially with now that like for the majority of my time being a, like a nursing assistant, I've worked in um, a recovery room, like in a, our PACU is what we called it. And so it's completely different really from like working on a floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for two years I've worked as an aide on the floor and it's like a whole different ball game. And I really deal with like patients, the same patient I could be sitting with for 12 hours. And that just means I'm literally in the room with them, like sitting there watching them helping doing whatever they need that day because they need a little bit extra like attention so they don't hurt them. So like they can't like yeah. a lot of times if they're older and they have like dementia, they want to get up. Yes. Yeah. And they don't realize they can't, they can't. um, <laughs> yeah. Or they just need more help than they think they need to kind of think just for their safety. And you need a lot of patience. And um, I never really truly have that many issues with patients when I sit with them. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can get a patient that uh, can be like combative or yeah. something like that just because they just don't with dementia or an Alzheimer's and stuff like you just don't know. Yeah. Um, and I, like the nurse is like, thank God it's Sarah. Like they never have issues when I'm in the room because I'm a very calming person to them. Cause I just am like here to, I'm like, I'm here to get a, like my job, you know, I'm not here to rally you up. If you don't want to do something like, all right, we won't do it. Like, let's move on. Yeah. Sometimes I feel bad. Like if I have to constantly remind them not to do something and then I'm like, I know you're getting annoyed with the sound of my voice. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's yeah. your job. Yeah. That's you. <sighs> I'm like reading people's comments about, um, yeah. Thanks, Tam. She told me I'm definitely Ravenpuff. Yeah. It's a good club to be in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love, I love to learn. Um, I'm like the weird person, like the, the one day, this is how crazy I am. The one day, and this is, it was a truly sad story and I don't know how I got into it. Um, and I spent like the entire day reading this page about this girl that was killed. Like she, um, she, her parents, like this is years and years and years ago were like carnival workers or something. And they left their daughter with their neighbor so she could still go to school. Um, and like, she ended up being killed by them. It was horrendous. What? But I, like, I, it's a whole long story and I don't want to get into it because it's super brutal. Ugh. But like, I'm like, I need to know more. Like, I need to like see what happened. And like, and then I'm like making myself sick at work as I'm reading this horrendous story. But oh I'm like, gosh. I'm like, I need to know. So like, you need, with, need the facts? Is yeah, that I just saying? like to hear the backstory. Like with, with Hamilton, like Jen and I, my best friend and I like, have not seen it. No, all the words to all the songs, like the whole thing. Um, and then, of course, we're like reading about like what really happened. And like, because, you know, as much as majority of that is true, there's some things like in the one part she says um, that there's it's only the Skylar sisters. And it's like, no, he literally just forgot to write that he also had sons. But um, it's interesting to like read the actual real stories behind things. Um, and I think that's why I like dive deep and I want to know the facts and I want to know dates. It helps me put it into perspective, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and then I wanted to read a little bit of an um, old Pottermore. They now have it on the wizarding world.com. It says Ooh. six reasons to get excited. If you're sorted into Ravenclaw. What? Yeah. Just kidding. Go ahead. They're famous for welcoming eccentric people. I'm a little, I think I'm a little bit eccentric. Well, a little is. <laughs> um, so it says Ravenclaw hasn't had, hasn't half produced a band of fascinating minds. Many of whom ha- touched Harry's life. Cho Chang, Moaning Myrtle, uh, Luna Lovegood, intensely intelligent. Ravenclaws are also unique and think outside the box. I think that's a trait that I have. 
um, very much. Yes. This is usually a good thing unless by thinking outside the box, you mean stealing other wizard stories and erasing their memories like a certain Ravenclaw called Gilderoy Lockhart. Listen, that's just creative. Um, Sarah, just know I, we really appreciate you. I kind of feel pretty self-conscious of my Ravenclawness and my personality, but goodness, you've helped me so much. Mm. Honestly, if you and I had gone to school together, we would have distracted each other in class and got <laughs> separated. I just know it. And that's from Tamalee and Ding Dong. Yeah. I once, when we were in high school, we had um, a theology class and it was like, I had the same teacher for both semesters. And my friends, Megan and our friend Gabby were in the first one with me. And like, all we did was talk to the point where he's like, do you guys ever shut up basically? And we're we're like, no. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, I go next semester. I'm like, watch. I'm like, my friends aren't going to be in this class. I'm like, I'm not going to talk to anybody. And he didn't. He's like, yeah, whatever. Silent. I'm like, I sat there and I did my work. I'm like, I don't, not that I didn't like any of the other people in my class. They just weren't my friends like that. Yeah. Um, So he's like, oh my God, I didn't think you were serious. That's hilarious. Um, And so, you know, getting into the Ravenclaw common room sounds like a lot of fun. You know, trivia and uh yeah what are the other what's the other word for it riddles questions questions <laughs> that's how you got in get in um uh ravenclaws <laughs> aren't just in it for the glory most ravenclaws claw house through their support behind cedric diggory rather than harry during the triwizard tournament like ron like ron ron many of them thought harry had worked some trick to get in himself into the competition with the exception of lockhart Ravenclaws are usually a little more demure when it comes to seeking oh glory. They speak their mind. That's very much me. Yeah. For such clever people, Ravenclaws can also be surprisingly outspoken. The spokesman for unwittingly blunt statements was, of course, Luna, who yeah. was often so matter-of-fact about the things she could have been a successful stand-up comedian in another life. <laughs> I can, like, now, like, re- reading it and thinking about it, like, there are times where, like, I'm so outspoken at, like, People are like, can you not say that? <laughs> yeah, that's me telling you to not say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So their house emblem is awesome. It says with a triumphant eagle as their emblem and a glorious blend of blue and bronze as house colors. <laughs> is it? Because that's not what the movies portray. Hello. Um, anyone sorted into Ravenclaw is going to look autonomically fabulous, except it says automatically. <laughs> What did you say? Economically? Economically. <laughs> Cherylism. Ooh. 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 It's Friday. Um, as well as being able to adorn oneself in a rather flattering hue at Quidditch matches, it is. I do look good in blue. Oh my I was gosh. thinking about this the other day. Every co- every house has a color I'd look good in except for um, Slytherin. I only wear green for St. Patrick's Day. I also you not wear a- yellow? black oh well. yeah <laughs> but no i don't wear yellow i was gonna say um it's not a shade that i think looks good on me it says raven clouds can also take solace in the fact that their house animal the eagle is probably one of the coolest birds out there true is true and um i was gonna talk a little bit later on but we'll talk about it now the eagle is a symbol of strength immortality and closely linked to gods zeus and odin mm-hmm. um that's really cool i didn't know it was linked to odin as well um and those are viking gods right is it Viking? Um, ever so slightly more regal than, say, a badger. <laughs> what? It says Ooh. that? Yes. That's some shade, oh, Pottermore. Just you wait until I read something else and it talks some shade. And it's from Pottermore slash Wizarding World. I want to call it Wizardly World because that's the yeah, Kent thing. Yeah. But they are not the same thing. They are not the same thing. And WB would have you 
remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, their founder has the most tragic and intriguing backstory. So True. the whole story of like her daughter and all that. Yada, stuff. yada, yada. Yes. Um, it literally says, despite Helena's theft, a fatally ill Rowena Ravenclaw sent the bloody Baron to track her down, which he did, but with the, with further tragic consequences. I wonder why she sent him. She knew he was going to find him. That's literally what another product more article says. Uh. Um, she sent a man to bring Helena home. Unfortunately, the man was the bloody Baron who was head over heels with Helena and stabbed her in a rage when she refused to come home. So colors, let's talk about colors. Okay. Um, so with blue and bronze, I'm not going to really talk about the movie ones because I don't, I mean, don't, silver, it's not, it's not important. Yeah. They'll talk about it in Slytherin stuff. Um, it's usually associated with um, nature, such as humility and being grounded. It has a strength that can indicate stability, security, and sturdiness. Um, and it says people with this type of personality will often provide an excellent support to the people around them. True. Says this. It says the quality of of bronze. Um, says bronze can can indicate excellence and quality. This may mean that you are yearning for a comfortable life, or you are longing for physical comfort. It can also, I guess, pertain to low value. Those who have this type of personality are known to be stingy. Um, <laughs> honesty. Since bronze can be related to earth, it can symbolize the sincere and genuine feeling of the person. It can um, also be described to use as a tool because, you you know, there's bronze tools. So this can mean hardworking and rely- reliable mm-hmm. um, sensitivity. It's warm and sensual. Being exposed to bronze will fill you with a sense of calmness and comfort. I like that. And it says how bronze can affect your personality. Due to the advancement in technology, several studies have proven or it says proved that color can influence the person's emotion and personality. There are colors that can increase our blood pressure and there are those that can regulate it. Bronze can affect a person in numerous ways depending on their personal experience, which literally tells you nothing. (laughs) It can affect you, possibly. Um, So that's cool. There's a bunch of other stuff that I'm just not going to read. I mean, there was a whole stinking bronze age, man. Yeah. Um, And then the meaning of blue. Give me the blue. Give me the blue. Um, according to John Ruskin, it says blue color is everlasting appointed by the deity to be a source of delight. It's the most dominant and vital color of human life. Um, surely is the warmest color to exist, which what? I don't think that's true. It reflects our mm-hmm. passions, our feelings, our emotions, our personality, overall, our whole existence. Um, it is a primary color. Sorry. Primary. Actually, if you think about it. Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, and Gryffindor are the only ones with primary colors. And then there's Slytherin. So you have to use what? Griffin um words. <laughs> you have to use Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff to get a Slytherin. Color are, are, wheel. are you breeding now? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Goodness. Uh okay. moving on. <laughs> It says, you know, our everyday life is heavily surrounded with the color blue. You know, skies, denim. Water. Yeah. You know, everything. <laughs> um, and so it says, you know, blue, it's a color of life because more than 70% of the planet um, is water. Blue. Actually, you know, if you think of water being blue, most of our bodies made up of water. Um, and dabo di dabo die. <laughs> <laughs> They say it's a color of consistency. Um, 
see dominating our lives in every form is a blue color from our everyday clothing to most of our company logos to the infrastructure reflecting the serene blue all across the city uh it's interesting oh i just did something okay um and then this goes into like each uh like a bunch of different um city like places and, and stuff talking about like what the color means for their cultures the one in Greek mythology, it says it holds a religious importance. Deep blue is associated with Poseidon, deity of the sea. Isn't Whereas, Greece like a lot of like blue and white? Isn't their flag is their flag blue and white? Uh, I think, but I don't know for sure. Uh, light blue is mostly associated with Athena, the goddess of virtue. Um, it's also believed to defend against the evil eye. Therefore, people believing in Greek superstition wear a blue charm or a blue amulet to seek protection against the evil forces. In Europe and America, the color does not hold any religious significance. In most of Europe, uh, it says Euro- of the European and American countries, it is mostly a, a reflector of trust and security. There are some negative connotations associated with blue color in Western culture, from a color of depression to a representation mm. of um, isolation and loneliness. It makes me think of Picasso's Blue Period mm. and all his work during that time. Yeah. Uh, it can blue can be associated with people who are caring and kind in general um you know the first and foremost question that a person with a blue personality will ask when noticing even the slightest change in the other person will be are you okay they tend to be more sensitive in general and more perceptive more perceptive towards other people's emotions they are natural healers um blue is an emotion being firmly in touch with their emotions and their ability to genuinely care for other people they tend to be more emotional as a result they often cry or get choked up on emotions compared to other people Sounds like me. <laughs> uh, as a result, they are usually labeled as crybabies of the group, where in reality they are sensitive people needing as much care as they tend to provide to others. Blue is melancholic. Another particular trait associated with people having a liking to blue color is the fact that they tend to be quieter. That's not me. They also t- <laughs> they have a soft touch of melancholy in their personality and do not wish to be associated with any violent acts. They are calmer and composed in general and would rather stick to traditions than to venture out any new ideas. Um, and it's like it's loyal, inflexible, stuff like that. I'm just I won't read it all because it's a lot. Uh, all right, so let's. I talked about um, eagles a little bit earlier and then i was trying to like google eagles symbols and stuff and it wasn't giving me a ton of information um america hello america there's a bald eagle i want to talk about a not bald eagle Eagles. one that's fully eagles with hair eagles with hair (laughs) um and it says because it talks about like symbols like on things so it's like if they have two heads or if they have like wings this way or this way and i'm like i just want to know in general what does an eagle mean yeah probably strength what does an eagle mean? Shop. Oh, we shop. <laughs> Should not say things like that. Um, it says when an eagle appears, you are to unnoticed to be courageous and stretch your limits. Do not accept the status quo, but rather reach higher and become more than you believe you are capable of. Yeah, be all <gasps> you can be. <laughs> the I need you to see the picture that it's looking oh, at me. Oh, God. It's talking about flying like an eagle. Um, to the sea says look at things from a new higher perspective and like if you think about it like this like Ravenclaw's value not just intelligence but like learning you know what I mean like never stop trying to make yourself better Mm -hmm. I just saw someone post um, 
this girl she's not a girl she's a woman i follow on instagram marty does that all the time this girl at work i'm like there's a girl at your work he's like no it's a woman i'm like let's say that (laughs) so she um she posts she's like if people that you follow all look the same like you aren't learning and i was like yeah like i love that um so like just trying to you know see things from other people's perspective and uh you know not there's no two people on this planet that that are living the same life regardless of how close they might be living it or trying to you know Mm -hmm. um everyone brings their own like meal to a potluck that's life you know you all bring your own stuff and you're gonna go through it together maybe eating the same meal maybe not you don't all put the same stuff on your plate you know um so just learn but that's the eagle that's a grouchy he's getting, eagle he's getting a he's, tough look he's grumpy gills um, it says be patient with the present know that that the future holds possibilities that you may not yet be able to see you are about to take flight that's cool yeah it's a symbol for great strength leadership and vision mm-hmm. oh you know it's been a lot of places <laughs> hope and strength representing salvation um yeah it can uh, represent warlike ferocity, nobility, and dominion. According to uh, Discord, Kai is a symbol of the Roman Empire. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 um, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Zeus changed into the form of a sacred eagle to help himself control thunder and lightning. The eagle was a strong emblem in the Roman Empire pretty cool i just like that she like will pull things i don't know why i meant to look up like what a raven um means because like i just want like symbolism is like really cool um sounds like such a dumb thing to say. symbolism's like really cool like you put this there but it could also mean this <laughs> oh my gosh um well just this read is, like, the poem the raven by edgar Allan poe yeah, yeah. Um, it's just cool to like think if like pulling literally what I just read and thinking like that's such like that's what a Ravenclaw is like you never want to stop bettering yourself. You want to be a lifelong know? learner. Yeah, yeah, because it's fun. It is. Um, so I'm gonna talk about the common room, and so this was on Old Pottermore, and then I found it on um the Wizarding World, which is super hard to navigate, by the way. I hate it. People were talking about it in our group and they're like this horrible web design. Like it's so hard to find the search. I don't think there is a search. There used to be. There used to be on Pottermore. Yes. No, there like I at the the beginning of the switch, there was a search still, but I I think it's gone now. Um, Then why even have it? I don't know. Gosh, That's a topic for another day. So this is like, it goes to um, when you log in, your page will tell you like it says mine says you're a Ravenclaw wit learning and wisdom. And this says you probably know some of Ravenclaw's most renowned members and it gives a talk, but did you know why blah, 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 whatever Ravenclaw's common room boasts the most stunning views of the castle grounds. Um, and then it kind of talks about like, congratulations. I'm prefect Robert Hiller Hilliard delighted to welcome you to Ravenclaw house. It's Ooh, the angle. I think it's just some random person. She, like, do you remember, did you ever look at your stuff? Like, it was on Pattermore, like, your whole page would come up. Yeah, but I don't remember who they said um, my I don't, I was. only am reading it because I, I only know because I'm reading it right now. Got it. Um, 
And it says our emblem is the eagle. It soars where others cannot climb. Our house colors are blue and bronze, and our common room is found at the top of Ravenclaw Tower, behind a door with an enchanted knocker. Arch windows set into the walls of our circular common room look down at the school grounds, the lake, the forbidden forest, the Quidditch pitch, and the herbology gardens. <laughs> it just, the words sounded weird coming out of my mouth. Herbology um, gardens. This is, it says like, without boast, wishing to boast, this is the house where the cleverest witches and wizards live. Our founder, Rowena Ravenclaw, practiced learning above all else. Um, prized learning above all else. And so do we, unlike the other houses who are all concealed entrances to their common rooms. They don't, they don't need one uh, because there's no handle or anything. You just have to um, answer a riddle. And so you rap on the door, you knock, the knocker's going to ask you a question. It's an Eagle. Um, and then if you answer correctly, you're allowed in. And I find it interesting because it says the simple barrier has kept out everyone, but Ravenclaw's for nearly a thousand years. So like, I wonder how many people try to go up and they just couldn't get it or like they're just not even going to try. I bet you some Ravenclaw, I bet you some Gryffindors have tried. McGonagall got in. Yeah, but McGonagall's different. Cause she's a teacher. She's a professor. Are you talking, we're talking about just like students then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I think in my, my, I guarantee you the teachers are allowed to go wherever they want. Regardless yeah, she of- still had to answer the question though. Does she? Yeah, she answers the question. Oh, does about, she? Yeah. I don't remember. You can tell that I read these books. It's um you it, it's Harry listening to her through the door when he's in the tower with oh, gotcha, gotcha, Luna. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, you know, we know he's in there, which we knew, but Right, and she was a hat stall, so we know that she's pretty brilliant. Yeah, and she was a hat stall for Ravenclaw. I right? bet Hermione could have got in anytime oh, she wanted. Oh, for sure. Just I never just tried. She, yeah. 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 Um, it says, you know, some first years are scared to, by having to answer the Eagles questions, but they basically said like, you'll either, um, you know, there'll be 20 people. It says it's not unusual to find 20 people standing outside the common room door, all trying to work out the answer to the day's question together. So I wonder if it's just, Gosh, how if it changes every day. It literally says, this is a great way to meet fellow Ravenclaws from other years and to learn from them. Although it is a bit annoying if you've forgotten your quidditch robes and need to get in and out in a hurry. In fact, I'd advise you to triple check your bag for everything you need before leaving Ravenclaw Tower. I bet it teaches all those students to be so meticulous before they leave. Because that's like... And it says another cool thing about Ravenclaw is that our people are the most individual. Some might even call them eccentrics, but geniuses are often out of step with ordinary folk. And unlike some other houses we could mention, we think you've got the right to wear what you like, believe what you want and say what you feel. We aren't put off by people who march to a different tune. On the contrary, we value them. Mm. And it goes on to talk about professor Flitwick, who is the head of house. Mm -hmm. Um, and people often es- underestimate him because he is really tiny. He is part elf. But we've never, we think it says he's part elf, but we've never been rude enough to ask. He's got a squeaky voice, but he's the best and most knowledgeable charms master alive in the world today. Um, and his office is always open. Um, and it says, if you're really in a state, he'll get out one of these delicious little cupcakes he keeps in a tin in his desk drawer and make them do a little dance for you. <laughs> um, in fact, it's worth pretending you're in a real state just to see them jive. And then, then um, it has the most illustrious history. So it talks about um, some famous witches and wizards that are part of the um, house. And then it talks about um, famous Ravenclaw ministers of magic include Millicent Bagnold, 
who was in power on the night that Harry Potter survived the Dark Lord's curse, mm. defending the great, it doesn't say great, wizarding um, celebrations all over Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of other people. Um, and then it says, uh, as for our relationship with all the other houses, it talks about Slytherins that are not all bad, but you'll do well to be on your guard until you know them well. Um, Gryffindors are okay. If I had a criticism, I'd say Gryffindors tend to be show offs. <laughs> <laughs> They're also much, much less tolerant than we are of people who are different. In fact, they've been known to make jokes about Ra- Ravenclaws who have developed an interest in levitation or the possible magical uses of troll bogies or ovomancy, which as you probably know is a method of dividing using divination, using eggs. Interesting. Um, Gryffindors don't have or haven't got our intellectual intellectual curiosity, whereas we've got no problem if you want to spend your days and nights cracking eggs in a corner of the common room and writing down your predictions according to the way the yolks fall. In fact, you'll probably find a few people to help you. It says for Hufflepuffs, well, nobody can say they're not nice people. In fact, they're some of the nicest people in the school. Just say you needn't worry too much about them when it comes to competition at exam time. And so I'm like reading this and I'm thinking, I'm like, these why are y'all the throwing shade yes. at everybody? A nasty name. I mean. know. I'm like, this is the reason why like houses get bad names. Um, oh, talks yeah. about the gray lady a little bit. Evil. um, You'll have a good night. Our dormitories are in the turrets of the main tower. Our four-poster beds are covered in sky blue silk elder down. Except that's not what it says. Eider downs and the sound of the wind whistling around the windows is very relaxing. And it says, and once again, well done and becoming a member of the cleverest, quirkiest, and most interesting house at Hogwarts. And uh, all right, yeah. so a house of jerks, apparently. Right. No, I'm just, really, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then goodness. I wanted to read some of the stuff. So, um, I have which Tiffany does not have these books, the house editions, um, because they have not. See, this is continuing, <laughs> <laughs> they have like specific, um, like information and like stuff like about the houses. So, like on the book sleeve, it says. It has the little um, excerpt that the how the hat reads. It says, "Or yet in wise old Ravenclaw, if you've already mind, where those of wit and learning will always find their kind." Um, and it talks about it's the Sorting Hats first song. Yeah, it's Harry the Potter. cleverest house at Hogwarts. Founder Rowena Ravenclaw was a beautiful and highly intelligent witch who was who valued learning and wisdom of all, above all else. Only students with the brightest minds and sharpest wits are sorted into Ravenclaw. Ravenclaws have pioneering minds and also are brilliant at problem solving, which is a good thing as they have to solve a riddle posed by an enchanted eagle door knocker every time they want to enter the common room. Their vision and insight allow them to soar to heights of an intellect unmatched by the other Hogwarts houses. Not surprising, this house has produced many notable geniuses and inventors whose innovations have changed the lives of witches and wizards over the world. The world over is what it says. <laughs> Obviously not me. <laughs> and then it goes and talks about um, a couple of people and it says, uh, oh, sorry, my leg hurt. Um, talks about like Ollivander. He's a Ravenclaw. And it says, uh, Ravenclaws strive to keep an open mind and are not afraid to forge their own path. This is sometimes to their detriment um, as it can be come across as eccentricity. People may have laughed at Luna Lovegood for, for wearing a butterbeer cork necklace and uh, entertaining the fact that blibbering humdinger might exist, but it was her open mind and insight that convinced her that Harry Potter was telling the truth about Lord Voldemort's return when many of the wizarding world were doubtful. 
where we see eccentricity in Ravenclaw, true genius lies. Talks about um, Trelawney. It talks about more of um, Rowena Ravenclaw. She's hailed from the Glen, firm friend of fellow Hogwarts founder Helga Hufflepuff. Most considered most brilliant, which of her time. Um, she only selected the cleverest of students for her house. Thank you. <laughs> I'm literally just like <laughs> sitting here. Her aphorism, it says, wit beyond measure is man's greatest treasure, is inscribed upon her diadem and remains the guiding principle of the house she founded. A white marble statue of Rowena Ravenclaw watches over students in the Ravenclaw common room, and she has a quizzical half-smile on her face, beautiful but intimidating. According to the legend, she died of broken heart. You don't intimidate me. Um, and then this is also, this is the one that's in um, the first one. There's different information in the second books, in the third book. I don't have the fourth one yet. I don't know if it's out yet. House I edition. I don't think it is. Um, I know it's like coming out. I just don't know if it's out, out. Um, house relic is the diadem. It's a delicate circlet enchanted with magical properties that enhance the wisdom of its wearer. And we know that her daughter stole it out of jealousy of her mother's cleverness and was found by Lord Voldemort, made into a Horcrux and kept at Hogwarts because, you know, that's smart. We all know he wasn't a Ravenclaw. Um, and it says we know that the beast is eagle. The house color bronze and blue. Eagle, like a true Ravenclaw, soars to heights others cannot reach. And then the ghost, gray lady. Beautiful woman with waist-length hair who wears a floor-length gown. Except it says cloak. <laughs> <laughs> why do you do that? I don't know. I don't know why I do the things I do. I know why you do it. It's because kids do this. You read, and when you're reading... You say what word you believe will be next. Oh yeah, because yeah. that's usually what you will read. Yeah, no one, no one really in America says cloak. So, and you, I mean, you yeah. watch a lot of of those shows with the fashion and the awards. <laughs> what the fashion and the stuff? Um, but yeah, I just these books are really, really cool. Um. I I suggest if you are into this, um, it's pretty cool. It talks about at the end. It talks about the sorting Hogwarts quiz um, you can take. It's got some pretty drawings. It talks about the common room um, located at the top of the tower, climbing a long spiral staircase, wide and circular room, arched windows with beautiful views. Um, there's the domed ceiling is painted with stars and a white marble statue of Rowena's right there. Uh, you have to answer the riddle. Um, I just, I just like to think it's also full of um, books, like books. Floor everywhere. to ceiling, it's like uh, the there's, library. And yeah. there's some um, uh, Beauty and the Beast. like fan fictiony kind of things out there that it's like. There's one I read, and it has like um, that they have like another room out off of like the common room where like the students like as a parting gift to the. Um, other future Ravenclaws and the ones that are not graduating, they leave like a book that they've loved. Like and so there's stacks and stacks of just books everywhere, um, like in a room, which I'm like, gosh, that's so like, just sounds really cool. Yeah. I like that. A um, lot. and then like the very first book. So Philosopher's Stone has a couple of, um, things with like famous, um, that's what I want for Christmas. Okay, well, Christmas is literally next week. We're mm-hmm. having our Christmas. Well, when we listen to it, it's over. Maybe for your birthday. Tell, tell, tell your mom. Um, but it talks about famous alumni, and then it talks about the head of house, and it's got a picture of him. Um, 
and it goes a little bit out like on about um talking about other stuff with with the uh, rolling and then um this is from i think this is also what the um hat says and it says Relish great Ravenclaw moments, moaning Merle haunting the girls' bathroom, Lockhart's freshly cut Cornish pixies, and enjoying exciting features and illustrations that celebrate the noble character of Ravenclaw House. Um, and it's talking about uh, more things, more Ravenclaw things, because we're cool. This has another beautiful picture. I don't know who Drew is. You'd think I'd be better at this. Doesn't it um, say? I don't know. Look at the or illustrator on there. I don't, I don't know if it's the same person. Look on the front of that one. Bloomsbury. That's not. That's not. Bloomsbury. It'll be in the inside cover. There's not a name on the inside cover. Really? Yeah. Not gonna give credit. I mean, I'm sure it's credited somewhere. But I really like, and I didn't notice, I think, until the second book that came out, um, Chamber of Secrets, with the house editions. Each cover for each house is different, pertaining to that house and book. Um, so for uh chamber it's got like the um kind of cover it's got the two serpents on it all of the books do and then like the corners are all different so like this has um a big owl and it's got like a book of squirrel and obviously it says ravenclaw i thought you said book of squirrels (laughs) there's other like little hidden things it just is really they're just so clever um and they are blue and bronze which i really like um and so this one just talks about um, Ravenclaw's more. He talks about Lockhart a little bit and like the things that um, are going to happen in this book being the Chamber of Secrets. So Lockhart and all that stuff. Um, and there's more stuff like symbols and inspiration and questions and stuff, um, which is just really cool. Talks about more alumni of, of um, Ravenclaw. Talks about the house house of Hogwarts. Um, which is just cool. I don't know if all of the books are the same. Like if all of the um, chambers talk about the house elves at the end, yeah. I would say if Tiffany had them. Um, yeah. And they are the UK edition. So, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then this one too, I have the third one. And then it, I think each one opens up with like talks about this one talks about um, Trelawney a little bit. Cause she's also a Ravenclaw, all that fun stuff. And it goes into that and, um, and then the end of this book. Ooh, there's a pretty picture of Cho Chang and a Corporal Patronus. That's really cool. You can tell that I've re- read these and I've looked at them. <laughs> That's really awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm super into that. So those are really cool. Um, and I, I will say I like the first one o- is only a black cover and the other ones have bronze on it. The it This one is not the first one. The sleeve, like the actual pages are um, colored too. So, some famous Ravenclaw peeps. We know, obviously, Rowena, Helena Ravenclaw, Professor Flitwick, his head of house, Cho Chang, um, Garrick Ollivander, Sybil Trelawney, Professor Quirrell, <laughs> Lockhart, Penelope Clearwater. I love how you didn't put Professor. And you know what's so funny? You I'm like, she's going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Roger Davies, Marietta. Get out, right? With. <laughs> yeah, that's what she took. To the, would you like to go to the ball with me? With me, um, Marietta Edgecombe, Terry Boot, Padma Patil, Luna Lovegood, um, and some other people. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to say this per- right. Per- 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 
Perpetua, Perpetua. Fancourt. She is the, well, I don't know, it's the inventor of the lunoscope. I don't know if that's a man or woman. Um, Laverne de Montmorency, pioneer of love potions. Ignatia Wildsmith, inventor of flu powder. Hmm. Um, and this is kind of like all information. It does have some of this um, in that article, like when you cl- log on to like your site and talking about um, famous people. Famous, like well-known. Wizards. <sighs> Ravenclaw. Yes. And it says there was also a minister, Lorcan McLard, who was a quite was a quite brilliant wizard, but preferred to communicate by puffing smoke out of the end of his wand. Well, I did say we produce pretty error. We produce eccentrics. She was also a Ravenclaw. Mm. And then, um, so she, Tiffany used that article about like famous, like in real life celebrities <laughs> that were sorted into Ravenclaw. And so the first one is me. I was sorted into Ravenclaw. You were not in that article. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, literally there's two people in that article. So yeah. Stephen Colbert is a Ravenclaw. And then I guess JK Rowling was like, yes, you're a Ravenclaw, but you're also like a Gryffindor. Like you have some Gryffindor cra- traits. Um, and then Kelly Marie Tran, who is in Star Wars, like the newer Star Wars, she was sorted into Ravenclaw on Pottermore, but she like won't accept it and identifies as a Gryffindor, I guess. Okay. Yes. Darren <laughs> Chris is a Ravenclaw. Who's that? He was in, well, he did, um, a very Potter musical. He played Harry. Oh, okay. um, very talented guy. He was also in Glee and other things, obviously, but he's so freaking talented. Um, Warwick, Warwick Davis is mm-hmm. a Ravenclaw. Who is Flitwick? Yes. And then I get, there was like this, this YouTube video I was watching and they were talking about um, people that have said that they're Ravenclaw or were sorted into it. And I guess Dan Radcliffe said that the queen, he thinks that she would be sorted into Ravenclaw. She's, I don't know if she's ever hmm. been sorted. I don't think she don't would think vocally she tell. I don't know, yeah. but people are like, I think she'd be a Ravenclaw. Do you know who else is a Ravenclaw? I can't imagine. Not you. My parents. Both my parents are who? Jen. Jen. Chris Rankin. Oh yeah. 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 That's right. He's he told Ravenclaw. us that. Yeah. Um, but literally Megan's or Tiffany goes, here's this article of the, these celebrities in real life that sorted themselves through Pottermore. And there was two Ravenclaws and there was like all the rest were all the other houses. And I was like, you can't have too many. In that's your house. cool. Um, you're too smart. Yeah. But I just thought it was really cool. That's um, nice. Ravenclaws, man, um, weird, but also smart. There any what? lightning bolt round questions from our discord or, um, I will say, I think that these house editions truly are worth it. I really yeah. like them. They're beautiful. Um, I have them in both paperback and hard bound book. Good night. Why? I don't know. I have literally, I'm going to start giving away some Harry Potter books I Why think, because yeah. I don't need them, but um, start asking us lightning bolt questions. If y'all got them. I know Vinny, uh, earlier in the chat had some, so let me go find them. I got to just learn how to scroll. Yeah. Um, you gotta scroll a lot. So if you have any now, da, Discord, da, da, go da, ahead. Da, 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 What's your favorite thing about your house? I'm talking to you, ma'am. Oh, you know what? I actually, another thing She's I did. She's gonna just ignore us. No, this is talking about <laughs> being um, a Ravenclaw. So I went on um, Facebook and Instagram. Okay. 
um, to, I wanted to like hear from you guys. I wanted to hear from our listeners. Like what do they love about being a Ravenclaw? Um, and then Megan stole my idea and did it too. Um, which you'll hear from her first, but I did it first. Oh my Thank gosh. You. I'm just being honest. <laughs> All right, go for um, it. So like, I just, it was like interesting. I wanted to hear from like other people, you know what I mean? Like, cause I think, I think for each house you, you, you see yourselves as something a little bit different. Um, so for people in the discord chat, if you're a Gryffindor, tell Tiffany why you like being a Gryffindor. Um, and so a lot of people, you know, they love, um, it's a, a lot of people, I love, love, love to learn. This is from Laura. New things in any way, shape, or form. Facts make me so happy. I also, I'm also extremely love, I love to be creative. Um, someone's like, I'm not a Gryffindor. And they're like, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, and then Vinny actually commented, it's like Slytherin here. I endorse this opinion. Learning, uh, Jen says it, learning. I love learning new things and creating new things. Lexi. Um, we're a bunch of boss, amazing, creative, and smart people who love random facts and learning new things. Uh, Victorious is dishing out random trivia or being proved right by Google in an argument over something stupid or random. So true. Um, Joseph, wit beyond measure, love to learn and ex- keep expanding what I know. Uh, Mercedes, when I find a subject that interests me, I like to do research and take notes. Education and knowledge can take you to some pretty amazing places. Agreed. Laura, other that other Ravenclaws recognize reading as a legitimate form of entertainment. Um, and then Harmony is like, I'm not a Ravenclaw, but I definitely consider reading a legitimate form of entertainment. It's my favorite form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Tam says, I think my favorite thing about being a Ravenclaw is how unique and diverse it can be. It's not just one type of intelligence. It could be wisdom. It could be artistic. It could be writing. It can be music. It can be academic or book smart. We're not pigeonholed. We pride ourselves on individuality and thinking. I'm... And 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 hold on. You're I'm an analyst. I'm a singer. I'm learning every day and love it. And I walk to my own beat of a drum. I also write long-winded answers when someone asks a question. A, what are you gonna do? Blame one on the ra- 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 Raven Claw. Love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I like Gina says I like I can that I can learn things fast and apply to everyday life. I study psychology. I also like being able to see multiple perspectives and challenge myself to be critical and not narrow minded. Um, Jess is not um, not marching to the beat of anyone else's drum, but my own. Annalise says I have a thirst for knowledge. I'm always reading and absorbing, and I think that's kind of cool. Tiffany, not this Tiffany, but a different one says I love to learn. I love documentaries, especially about true crime. I like that. Um, not specifically true crime but you like documentaries i do and i do enjoy it just has to be a subject i enjoy um (laughs) megan says i love that ravenclaw is the house of learning creativity and individuality i love learning new things monica says i think the same as tiffany i really love to know and learn things just to know them um elise says i get excited to learn new things i'm a critical care nurse so my ravenclaw comes out at work all the time i'm sure it does I see things, I see something new and interesting and I go home and look it up. So the next shift I can discuss it more. Um, and another Annalise says I, uh, I'm a nurse too. And I think Ravenclaw traits come in pretty handy. I would agree. Um, Melissa says the discover phase, it doesn't necessarily have to be academic. Honestly, I love to dive into people, getting to know all about them and their interests, having great in-depth conversations, learning wisdom and advice they have about life. I agree with that. I love having like those late night conversations with people where you just like, just tell me like random things that like you would never think to tell people. Like I love asking, I usually ask really, really weird questions. Then that's going to spur a conversation. Ask me a weird question. 
a weird question. I don't know. I can't think of one off the top of my head. God, I thought you were a Ravenclaw. No. I'm an American. Gosh. <laughs> uh, Kayla says documentaries, books, university, teaching my daughter, all of these things, the comfort I find in learning and travel. I'm a proud to be a Ravenclaw. Um, Elisa says, I love learning it, reading and learning. I'm the poster child for bookish introverts. And it's beautiful to have a big group of like-minded people who actually get my nerd. Peter says, I love the creativity and quirkiness. We're unafraid to create and do new things as a writer. This is what I love most about us. Ravenclaws. We are explorers of the unknown and have the best methods to share our discoveries. Then someone named Ezra Kirk says not being a Ravenclaw. I think he's just jealous. <laughs> Jeez. Get that Hufflepuff out of here. <laughs> Cecilia says, I love being creative and artsy and walking in a direction. Unlike others, I love being obsessed about knowledge and the smell of a bookstore and a new book. I read this and I literally was like, gosh, that is such a great smell. Like, you know, I like sniffing some books. Ah, it's such a good smell. (laughs) I love stargazing. I hate it. And the color blue. I could go on and on. Um, I love Temple says, I love the knowledge rabbit holes and truly in-depth conversations. Paige says, of course, learning, but I have the Ravenclaw editions of the first three books. And then, then they talk about how Ravenclaws are unique and eclectic. And I love this the most. It's so true. Like I never thought about that until reading it, you know? Yeah. Samantha says, I love learning new things, helps find my customer service job. I love being able to see things others can't just from how my mind is wired. How many more? There's a million. I won't read them all. (laughs) Books. Someone says taking pride in being a know-it-all. This person goes, being able to utterly BS on essays and sound like I know what I'm talking about. People (laughs) being surprised and thrilled when I actually leave my house to attend social events rather than actually expecting me to show up. Never, ever being bored. Um, Being witty and creative. Thirst for knowledge. People are like the color blue. Our diversity. Quirkiness. Um, the person goes, this is Slitherclaw. I think the best thing is correcting people. Did I write Wit. on there? I don't know if you did. I think I did. Did you? It's probably something snarky. Um, being an out- outside of the box person, not choosing not to care what people think. Um, someone said having the one and only Sarah O'Malley in my house. The view. So true. The blue and riddles. And we have an awesome crown. Um, being in a house with other people who value knowledge and a good pun. I love a good pun. Um, Someone says, honestly, I'm just sh- happy to share a house with Luna Lovegood. A lot of people like having her, being in her house as well. Um, being original, diversity. We're smart, clever, witty, and independent. We welcome eccentric people. People are like, just love me. Having Sarah as a fellow Ravenclaw. Um, having a weird way of thinking. That's so me, though. See, Tiffany, you could have done this too. And then we could have been reading and talking about what people are saying. Well, I didn't think of it. I'm not a Ravenclaw. Well, learning new things, being right, <laughs> being creative, being able to read a lot. God, I can't read like I used to though. And now there's a picture of a baby, but I just loved hearing. It's kind of really cool to hear um, just what other people, because again, like with Ravenclaws, we're all different. So just to see and th- hear how everyone thinks what their house is to them and why they love it and, it's pretty cool. In a brief phrase, what's your favorite part about being a claw? Um, the willingness to accept like everyone being like weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. We're just a bunch of odd. Like I like that's my biggest thing. Like taking like really thinking about. It. I'm like, gosh, we are weird. Like Luna, totally odd. Love her, intelligent. 
Because she's able to, like, I just, it makes me think of that scene where she's talking to Harry and she's like, you know, what Voldemort's doing to you is so smart. Having you alienate yourself, because really that's going to make you less strong when you don't have that support system behind you. She's like, I would do that too if I was trying to do it. Like, yeah. And then you, they think, like, I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. What would, how would you say that in your Gryffindor-ness? Um, I love our need to stand up for what's right. Yeah, I like that as well. I like that a lot. Is is Newt's brother a Gryffindor or is he a Hufflepuff? Or a Ravenclaw? He doesn't know. strike me as a Slytherin. I don't know. Probably a Griff. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. a Griff. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have any more? Better quick. God, geez. You um, know, let's compare this just right here. How long did I take and how long did I you know. take? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Gryffindor and Ravenclaw. I don't know what it is. <laughs> After we talked about Ravenclaw for an hour and a half. <laughs> I mean, it's so true, though. I just, I love, I like to talk about myself I all right know. i just like to talk so, as much as possible about like you need to know all the little nitty gritty details yeah no we got that thanks <laughs> no uh tam says tiff what's your favorite thing about ravenclaw sarah what's your favorite thing about gryffindor i think my favorite thing about ravenclaw is the quick wit i like that um i love the the bravery of of a gryffindor you know they're willing to just kind of like it's almost like act now think later um which I sometimes, sometimes have that trait. Sometimes you know? is good. Sometimes is bad. Yeah. Um, Depends. But like Tiffany's willing up like, and I do that. Like I'm willing up to, willing to stand up for people and um, it's hard like sometimes. That. Yeah, for sure. It's hard. For sure. Especially for me because I'm very much not rocking the boat kind of person. Mm-hmm. I don't like confrontation. Oof, especially like today. Goodness, you saw that. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of those things like you just I'll, do I'll it, sh- I'll you share do it, it later. without thinking yeah. and then you deal with it afterwards. And that's when you're like, all right, now all of my emotions like are coming through. <gasps> like it literally happened the other day at work. I, so I've, I've oh, been gosh. a nursing assistant for 10 years and I've never ran at my job. And I had a patient, they called a cold blue on and it was my patient. And next thing you know, I'm running down the hall to that patient's room. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I had just been, it was like a whole thing. He ended up being all right. Um, but I was like, holy shit. I like literally like I walked in there. I had an armful of things. I threw it on the ground out of the way. Cause I'm like, I, we don't need this right now. Like, whoo. Yeah. Never. And it's like, you just run on adrenaline. You just do and it. And you just do it. And then you're like, oh my gosh, like that just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Something happened with me today at work and, and I went and did and came home and cried. <laughs> and then it just makes me think when you said that. You do, and then you deal with it later. Mm-hmm. Um, on our way back from Gettysburg, when we saw the accident happen yeah. with the the horse and buggy, and Marty and I are literally flying out of our car and going and helping them. Luckily, everybody was okay. Even the horse was fine, but uh, they should have not made it. But uh, we were out there. We were helping, and like... And not even everyone would do that. Like, there would be some people... And it's not yeah. necessarily a bad thing. Just deal with things differently. Yes, and there's some people that, like, that 
you know, for like yeah. my sister would never in a million years be a nurse. It's just not her. Yeah. Her personality. She doesn't do well with that, which is fine. That's just yeah. her type of personality. Um, yeah. Where for me, I've been, I wanted to do it when I was in high school and then I've been in, <laughs> I've been working in a hospital for 10 years. So like, it's just not, yeah. it's like, it's, I'm so used to it by now yeah. being in those types of situations and working in a hospital and all of those things. So everyone's just a little bit different. Um, yeah. Vinny asks, best house that is not Gryffindor or Ravenclaw? None. Sorry. Next. I mean, my own house. (laughs) (laughs) The Um, one that houses my actual bed. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. What is your, what's your second house? Claw. Okay. And so would we say mine's Hufflepuff? Yeah. I like the idea of that. It just seems like both. Both um, Hufflepuff and Raven, nope, Hufflepuff and Gryffindor seem like really warm, cozy. Um, probably because like the yellow and there's part, like yeah. the the picture that I've seen that might not actually have been like a Pottermore approved. They might be like yeah. someone else like yeah making their own pictures on on the internet of mm-hmm. the common room. Just look cozy, and they probably it's probably smells like you know when. Like you go into a store and it's next to like a pizza place or like somewhere that like is a bread shop. And I feel like it smells, smells like a bakery. So yeah. Um, That's there's funny. a, there's a place here where I got like my hair supplies for doing hair and it's right next to a Marco's pizza. <laughs> so, <Jeez>. so good. <laughs> uh, Steph. Yes. Marty has been sorted and he is very much a Gryffindor as well. Yeah. So just a breakdown of our family. So my, at least mine, both my parents were, were sorted into Ravenclaw. My entire family is taking the Pottermore quiz. So both my parents are Ravenclaws, and they're very much Ravenclaws, I would say, wouldn't you think? Yes. Um, but, like, in in, <laughs> in different ways. Like, both my parents are very smart. Like, my father's very intelligent, both in, in like, being book smart. Not to say that my mom's not book smart. My mom is also very emotionally intelligent. Um, and she's not always like the greatest in school and everything. She's always like worked really hard and the way that like, it doesn't come super easy to her. Yeah. But she's also, um, she's just a very well-rounded person and she's gotten where she's gotten in her job and her life because she's intelligent, but she's emotionally intelligent. She knows how to talk to people and she's just great with people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, shoot, if I was half, like, a third of my mom, I'd be, like, a pretty great. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know. Um, and then Matt's a Slytherin. Marty's a Gryffindor. Bridget. Slytherin. She's a Slytherin, and then she was also sorted into Ravenclaw, I believe. She's and then a, she was sorted back into Slytherin. Slytherin. She's a Slytherin. Um, yeah, and they call me the mean sister. Oh, my gosh. I'm just the smart one. She's just my sister. So the only... I pe- bet you Matt's second house would be Ravenclaw, though. Oh, for sure. My sister got sorted into Gryffindor, and then my brother-in-law got sorted into Slytherin, and those are the only two people that have been sorted in my fam. So, and I guarantee Alana will be a claw. Yeah, she's ridiculously smart. Yeah, I could see she's a claw or a Slytherin. Do you think Slytherin? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I could yeah. see she's very cunning. She is. She's very cunning for a she, one and a half year old. She knows. She knows. She knows what she's, she's doing. She's too smart for her own She good. knows what she's doing. Yeah. 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 Like, it's kind of dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to convince um, Marty to do a Who's Harry Potter. I asked him last night. He said, I don't know. I don't like the internet. <laughs> so oh I gosh. said, all right, Martin. We'll see. <laughs> and uh, then Vinny said, do you think Gryffindor and Ravenclaw were an item at some point? 
Man, no. I don't see it. No. Just friends. Famous last words. Yeah, just friends. We should stop uh, talking to you. No. <laughs> do you want do you want me to read this fan story here? Yeah, you can read it if you want. Let's get into this fan story cuz it's pertinent or time she's, for bed. She's ready to go. We got to go we got to go see Santa tomorrow morning. Santa. So. I know him. You want to know how old I am? I just had to enlarge the text so I could sit back here and read it. So oh next gosh. thing I'm going to get some cheater glasses. So this is from Violet, the Slytherin. Violet, you're turning Violet. And Violet says, Hi, Megan, Katie, Sarah, and Tiffany. I started out a Harry Potter fan with the books, attending all the midnight release parties at Barnes & Noble, and then going to the movie Midnight Showings. However, I recently got back into Harry Potter about two years ago when I downloaded the audiobooks. I live in Los Angeles with the horrid traffic. I think I've listened through the series at least 10 times by Jeez. now. Jim Dale feels like an old friend. Aww. My best friend lives in Dallas and we listen to Swish and Flick and chat about it when we talk. Y'all are like our best friends. Ooh, I feel that Aww. way too. Okay, time for the Potter story. So my fiance works for NBC Universal in Ooh. LA. Hello. Actually, I drive right by the park on my daily commute and get a beautiful view of Hogwarts every morning. I think Banana's jealous of that. Minus your traffic. His current boss actually worked at Warner Brothers when the first movies were coming out. From his point of view, the studio was apparently really cautious and the whole staff was concerned the first movie would be a complete flop. Little did they know it was going to be a freaking gold mine. Another quick movie biz story. My fiance worked on a movie with Jason Isaacs a few years ago. Jason told my fiance that the Battle of Hogwarts scenes were all shot at night and it was a grueling schedule. But apparently the quote kids or AKA the trio were fantastic sports about it and super dedicated. He said all the child actors put the adults to shame on those late night scenes. Anyways, I absolutely love what y'all do and how deep you dive into the Harry Potter universe. It makes my nerd heart so happy. Love from a Slytherin, Violet. Violet, thank you so much. Yeah, That's awesome. You. I love that. I love hearing that the actors were like, you know, good sports about stuff. Yeah. Brings me joy. Uh, as you know, you can find us on social media. We're Swish Flickcast most places. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. <laughs> There's a Patreon. If you want to support us. Um, it helps us just be better for you guys and give you guys more fun content. Yeah. Um, be supportive. Um, be supportive. Be, we be appreciate supportive. it. Uh, we do. There's our website. You can buy merch from us if you want stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> swishflickcast.com. Yep. If you have any ca- questions, comments, concerns, email us, swishflickcast at gmail.com. Um, and then, you know, that's us. We're Swish and Flick Podcast. We are. At least we're half of it. So we're swish. They can be flick as what? As <laughs> well, really, they would be swish because their week their weekend episode came out before us, and we're flick. so we're flick. So what have you been doing lately? I like to go last. Oh. So I've been just basically <laughs> trying to make it through December at work because the kids are so wound up. It's been pretty difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just decorated my classroom door today. Did a little Grinch theme. I think I, I drew him with that big curly smile and I said, smile, it's Grinchmas. 
Um, By the time this comes out, you'll have been gone for a whole week. Gone from school. Because it's break. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait. But now I've just been... Um, I don't know. Started Order of the Phoenix Notes, which I'm really excited about. I've been lifting a lot lately, so that's been fun. And Alana started walking, which has been pretty cool. Yeah. So, but I did want to plug a couple of podcasts. Actually, I'm going to plug a lot today. No, thank you. So, (laughs) um, these are podcasts that I like to listen to. So, um, if you like Pokemon... The podcast is called It's Super Effective. What's Pokemon? It's not your business. Okay. Um, Of course, Friends Talking Friends with Megan and Katie. If you like The Legend of Zelda, I like to listen to Tandem Legends podcast. Um, There's Hyperspace Hangout, which is Star Wars. Rebel Scum podcast, which is Star Wars. (laughs) Flying Casual, which is Star Wars. BB-8 Radio, which was Star Wars. Yes. It's not a thing anymore. Don't listen to it. So those are all, <laughs> gosh. And uh, our friends at Hogwarts Radio. So those are some pog, Pogwarts podcasts. Pogwarts. Good night. Podcasts that um, I like to listen to that I can recommend to you guys. Um, still trying to get through Thrawn. I've not been listening as much lately because, you know, sometimes when I get to my planning period, it's all I can do to like try and sometimes make a few copies and just sit for a second in the quiet it's ni- yeah it's nice there's days where i've had a rough day and i literally drive the 20 minutes home in silence in silence yeah sometimes yeah. i just need a quiet room yeah especially lately so that's that's been me um any plans for the new year anything fun you're gonna do swishmas is in the new year yeah that's next week from when this comes out yeah I don't know. Is there anything I'm forgetting? I don't know. I don't know your life that well. Well, All right. Your turn. (laughs) Uh, Finished school. The semester, at least. Not forever. (laughs) Not forever. Uh, Did well. So I'm glad it's over. Um, That's pretty much all I'm doing. Just working. Waiting until school starts up again at the end of January. That's a Um, good break you have, though. Yeah. It's nice. Yes. It is a nice I bet it feels good. I literally was like, oh, my God, I'll read something. And then I was like, mm, you have to read Order of the Phoenix. So. Yeah, but you can read other things, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be listening and reading I, to do docs. I do read every day, but not great quality things. Yeah. Um, I read stuff on the Internet a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but um, another thing is I have a friend um, that I just want you to keep in your thoughts, prayers, good vibes, everything that she was, she was diagnosed with cancer. So yeah. she's having surgery the 30th of December. So just keep her in your thoughts and prayers. Cause I would be very sad if anything happens to her. Um, cause I love her to pieces. So that's just what I've been dealing with. Um, and so that's pretty much it. It's hard to be a big Debbie downer. That's okay. Um, it's life. but I just want everything to go well. Yeah. So I know that there's a lot of good thoughts and prayer warriors mm-hmm. out there that are going to send it stuff her way. So yeah. I'd appreciate it. And we've been watching the Mandalorian. Yes. Just to change the subject real quick. Yes. Been watching the Mandalorian the child. Love it. Love it so much. So cute. I can't stand life. Um, we're actually going to go watch it right now if we don't fall asleep, but TBD. Yeah. Cause so. someone's up. 
Twitter ruined the cameo this week for me, and I'm a little mad, but it is what it is. It's my fault for being on Twitter and not watching it when it drops at midnight, apparently. Jeez, people. Star Wars comes out, so by the time this comes out, we'll have seen it. So we're going early. It's Sarah and I's favorite time to see movies like at the butt crack of dawn. I kind of wish it was earlier. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go see The Rise of Skywalker like super early. At 8 a.m. With our whole family minus um, Sarah's mom, because she's going to watch Alana. And she um, doesn't want to see it anyway. She doesn't care. Yeah. So we're all going to go. We're going to get some coffee. Yeah. I'm very excited. Irish cream cold brews. Can we talk about this for a hot second? Go right ahead. Starbucks came out with a drink called Irish cream cold brew. If they make it right and give you a sipping lid, it's amazing. Yeah. If they don't make it right, it's, it's okay. Yeah. It's not as good. I will say this. The cream, dude. I <sighs> so typically good. like my coffee black i will drink my cold brew black i'll drink my hot coffee black you drink it with almond milk though sometimes lately though i've been just drinking it black wow you're like serious um and i uh tiffany tried the pumpkin cream pumpkin cream cold brew yeah and she was like it's the best thing i'm all about that spread yeah it was i tried it and i will say i am not the type of person that likes pumpkin spice anything I will have like three bites of a pumpkin pie. That's about as much as my pumpkin spice-ness can handle. I don't do pumpkin spice lattes. It's just not my thing. I don't care for it. Okay. That was the best pumpkin drink I've had. Same. Um, it was it was good. And so she got she got the the Irish cream, and I did not know that's what the picture was she sent. And then I saw on um, Starbucks's Instagram. I will also say this: I'm not a coffee snob. I will drink any coffee that comes my way mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i literally don't it's care the, it's it's the goodness of being able to drink black coffee you can drink yeah. whatever yes so um i thought it was like oh, irish cream i'm irish i have to try it well, yeah <laughs> we are o'malley's and so then i was like talking, tiffany's like no that's what i got it was so good so i went and got it or maybe it was your no i got it before you got it for me and my mind was blown mm-hmm. like or maybe you did get it for no. me and then i got it the no, you got one before because I, I got you one and it wasn't as good. It wasn't good. The the Irish cream part of it was absolutely Listen, fine. The coffee you need was the cream to sit on the top and they have to whip it long enough. And some of them just aren't trained properly. Yeah. So, yeah. So just saying it. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> like I was trying to convince Tiffany's friend because all he drinks is cold cold brew vanilla sweet cream cold brew cold brew with vanilla sweet cream and i was like you probably genuinely would really like it yeah um i really like it a lot i love to the point where i've had it like too much too much yeah like the one day i ordered tonight I doesn't went, count because that wasn't like- i went and got some and then like in the morning i think this was before my class and i almost went and got some more i'm like you don't need that much coffee sarah stop it oh my god it's just so it's just so it's genuinely good it's good um so I love if you that. Like those kinds of things. Go and get it. I love that. Like what's going on in our lives is a Starbucks treat. <laughs> I will say though. So we were at Target the one day, and they were like, we both ordered it, and then the girl behind the counter turns to like the other people working there. She's like, I don't really understand why this is like a Christmas drink, and I should have said something because I wanted to be like, I don't know why it is either. Because she's like, wouldn't you think they would have it for St. Patrick's Day? I agree with you. Like what? Bring are, what it if, back. What about Irish cream says Christmas? Besides, all of my Christmases are Irish because I'm Irish. You oh, know what I mean? I don't know. Christmas in Killarney. Let's end this episode. 
Goodness gracious. Um, long and short of it, listen to those podcasts, pray for my friend, and get some coffee. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed your deep dive into basically just Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I hope that you guys have had a wonderful 2019. Um, yeah. And here, cheers to 2020. Yes. We hope to see you at our live. Swishmas. Swishmas. Um, chapter one. Chapter one. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. We're officially on. Five. Still, we're still in the upgrade of the up, uptick of the uh, chapters, amount of chapters. But we're on the downtick of books. Sad Ooh. and weird. Yeah. So I hope you guys have had a wonderful year. Swish has had a wonderful year, I think. Yeah, we have. Um, And I'm excited for all of the swishness that we have yet to see in 2020. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. we don't have that 2020 vision yet. Yeah. I don't know how to follow that up other than (laughs) just ending this. Okay. Are you done? What did we say this was for? Dumbledore and Dignity. Dumbledore and Dignity. (laughs) that concludes this week's episode thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down (gasps) amazing my voice (laughs) you could have talked for freaking three hours about it what Ravenclaw yeah yeah I'm so tired It wasn't even streaks. It was struck. Everybody's hands go up. And they stay there. And they stay there. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.